Looking for an inside run, Shelby 66 into the clear. It's in the Congo from Big Parade. Shelby 66 is coming after them. Shelby 66 goes after Big Parade in the Congo, fighting on. Shelby 66 put the nose in front. Wow! From the highway horse to Group One hero today, Shelby 66 beat Big Parade and in the Congo. The party boy, wow we. How good was that? Podcast favourite, that horse. The podcast favourite horse, that one right there. What is it, six weeks in a row there? Yeah. No, I think it was more. I think it was maybe his seventh week he was backing up or something like that. Goes from a highway handicap to a group one winner. Absolute thing of greatness. Hello and welcome to another week of Where's the Line. Yes, your host is back at Full and Healthy. After 11 days of isolation, he's ready to go. Uh, what a week we had, Tyler. 53 units from 29, and might I add, you picked eight winners in an absolute monster effort. Yep. Once again, jump on my back. I am taking this podcast to the promised land, boys. Mate, we both are. Big Jim saluted at his uh, $15 uh, footy multi. You know what we need, actually? We need that. We, we need, need a clap we, on the back. We needed that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if you had listened to go for a bit of extra juice, putting Rochelle in for three, you would have got eighties. Yeah, Jesus. So, uh, I've actually yeah, a quick update for the listeners. Um, we've been tracking the units, and this season alone, we have won one hundred ninety-five units out from one hundred fifty-six outlaid. So um, that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. What's that like twenty-five percent? Right? Yeah, one hundred twenty-five percent thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. So, mate, we got it right. Yeah, twenty-five percent hit rate. That's- Pretty freaking good, if you ask me. Well, considering all your, your big punny pages are doing that when they've got 10 units on $1.80 favourites and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you have to bloody pay for that shit as well. Yeah, so, uh, you know, get on our back, boys, because we are we are just producing heat after week, week, week after week, heat. Yep. All right, uh, this is a good weekend of racing. Uh, we got the Friday night, the William Reed Stakes at Mooney Valley. The uh, Group 1 racing returns to the Valley on a Friday night. How good is that? Um, and then on top of that, um, we've got Rose Hill, which has got an absolute thumper card, and then we head to Mornington for a couple of decent races there. Yeah, there's a few, not that many. But... Yeah, yeah. But all right, let's crack in, brother. So uh, let's go Friday night to the William Reed Stakes, which run over 1,200 metres, which is race seven. Uh, it's an interesting race. I think there's a clear top pick. Are you going to try and find some juice, Tyler, or what? Uh, Marabi's straight win. Like, she's obviously the... King of the pack here. I don't think there's much that can um, trouble her. Um, I think Astrologist might go close. Not not that Astrologist beat her, but um, the, I sent an article on the trainer. The trainer said if he draws a good barrier, then they're going to run him here instead of Mornington. I had a feeling he'd go um, Friday yeah. night. So he, he's drawing on barrier one, so he gets all the favours. Um, Marabri is a quick horse out the gate, so... Barrier one, that could be a trap at the Moot Valley. It doesn't yeah. jump. It's a bit of a trap. Yeah, well, Struggle Logist is pretty good out there, um, out of the gate. Yeah, so yeah. I think it should um, jump well. And it's at 13s as well. I think that's just a bit overs considering he was up there in the new market. So yeah. Mooney Valley, like, very bad for a leader bias track. So Marabi to win. Struggle Logist, top four. Beautiful, mate. Um... What is it now? Dollar sixty. Ah, uh, dollar seventy. We'll take a dollar seventy. Dollar seventy. Yeah, that's pretty good. I thought it was dollar sixty. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, I just can't take it. Uh, I'm going to go each way. Oh, so I, I'm leaning towards the place, but um, this thing here, um, two runs at the valley for two big. I think it was a first and a second, and um, one of them was in a group one. That's number three, the Inferno at fourteen dollars and three dollars seventy. I think three dollars seventy for a place is a really, really good bet here. Um, six for nine over the distance. Four for four, second up. We'll be flying home, and if he, I honestly think it's a chance of running down Marabi. I think Marabi is a bit vulnerable in the last hundred. 
Um, I fought in the Oakley. It was probably lucky it wasn't a very strong field there. Yeah. Was a away game almost got it. It was very close to getting it. So um, I um, I think the Inferno is a better horse than the away game, and I think it's a pretty good bet each way. Yeah, and it, you can forgive its last run as well. It nearly fell over, I think. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it, I mean three dollars seventy for a place. You know, you know, if we go on half a unit, you're still getting more return yeah, more on money. that than what you are Morabi. So I think that's a uh, definitely leaning towards the place. Um, let's say you know. To, uh, uh, if you've got $20 to go five for a win 15 for a place that's yeah. where I'd be going yeah good idea alright let's turn our attention to Rose Hill um, so an absolute cracking card it's going to be raining yep it is down. going to be raining so we're, we're I think we're a soft six at the moment but look for the heavy eight heavy nine so and it's going to be raining during the day um, if and there's you know potential that the uh, races get cold off at Rose Hill so we, that yeah. would be an absolute disaster so we'll have to get our same game multis going on the footy if that's the case. But. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's go straight to race three, the Selwood Stakes, which would run over 2,000 metres. Uh, where are you going here, Tyler? Polly Gray, um, back to a couple of weeks back, I think. Yeah. Um, she's an elite wet tracker, and 2,000 metres is a big tick for her. So I think she should be fat. Well, she's already into 550s. So last night she was sevens. Um, Mount Popper, I think, is a bit vulnerable. Um, he was okay his last run. But Stockman's obviously an, an, an elite wet tracker. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see much else in this field, to be honest. I think Polly Gray should um, excel over this distance and excel on the track. Um, I think 550 right now is good money, but I got it at seven, so I'll take the sevens. Beautiful. Like it. Um, I'm going to go with Mount Popper. Um, just all consistent Geraldine. Always continues to be honest. Um, proven on the wet track, uh, I think it's had five seconds from six starts on a soft or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I hope he can go, we'll get the heavy track and I think he'll be right at the finish. He doesn't have Stockman in this race this time. So I think um, Willie Pike should give it a good ride and $3.20 looks pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to Rose Hill Race 4, the Tulip Stakes, which has run over 2,000 metres. Uh, pretty interesting race this one, I reckon. Yeah, I found it hard to be honest. Well, now it's a... It's going to be a genuine wear. I'm a bit unsure about my horse, Morris, uh, Morris's me, me dad. Um, it was $9 last night into nine I've had him black book um, since his fourth behind Polelli. Um, and like he has a lot of ability and he's just been running in stronger classes. Yeah. Um, just a little bit unsure about this wet track. Um, if it's a genuine heavy, I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to probably run in it. One, um, one, one placing from six starts and a soft heavy. Yeah, I don't know if he'll run in it, so... Come race day, I think you'd be scratched and then just look on our socials. I'll be able to give you another one. So, but yeah, yeah not confident, but I think this horse has a lot of ability. Beautiful, mate. Um, I'm going to side with number three character at $6. Uh, third behind Mr. Mozart, last time out reads really well for this race, I think. I think uh, Mr. Mozart is going to go close to winning the Doncaster yep. Prelude if it gets a run. Um, and Tommy Berry on its back, loves a wet, that man. Um, out to two thousand will suit as well. I think um, at six dollars, it's a cracking bet. So, uh, the Godolphin, uh, you know, when in doubt, go to the Godolphin, and that's um, that's a pretty pretty good. Yeah, Godolphin. You, if you back them, you usually probably turn. You've got to be you've got to be in a profit. That's for sure. Yeah, and that you know at least you always got a good site for your money. But yeah, I think character looks like a really good bet in this race. That in uh, you know, there's no real genuine wet track form in there. Yep. Um, and that last run was on a heavy, and you know, third behind Mr. Mozart, and I reckon that's a quality horse. Yeah, I agree. So uh, we go to race five, the Emancipation, which is run over fifteen hundred. Um, quickly noting, uh, our 
well, our information says that Kiss on all four cheeks will not be running here. Yeah. Uh, if it does run, I will be on it. I don't care if it's a heavy or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the heavy, but I'll, if, I'll be personally backing it myself as well, but for the pod, because I don't think Kiss for all cheeks. I think it's going to get scratched. So we'll, yeah, let's, I, just, let's just put the line for it now, because we've, we've heard yeah. from the trainer himself saying he's scratching it. He's going to just run it next week. Yeah, so I don't, or, yeah, it'd be stupid to run it its second start over here and ruin it. Yeah, a heavy nine or a heavy ten, whatever it's going to be. So, I'm going someone that's proven in the wet and has been racing in some terrific form races, and that's uh, promise of success. Um, the heavy should be fine. He's been going well over the heavy tracks. He's been behind like Lighthouse. That Lighthouse form, I rate highly. Yeah, I think that Lighthouse is a superior horse, and I think that race itself um, read very well. And then he's also coming home behind Forbidden Love um, and um, Snapdancer first up. Forbidden Love's obviously just won to Group 1 and Lighthouse is, yeah. I, I, $6.50 and I think it, she's she's going to win. She, she needs a win in this prep and I think this is her race for it. So, yeah. Beautiful. Um, I am going out of the same race. I'm going to go number five, Expat, at $10. Um, I wanted to go Hungry Heart, but with all the rain around, I just... Couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, you can't. It'll get scratched. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, uh, yeah, I think Expat looks a really good bet, bet here. Uh, coming fifth last time out. It's a leader. Rose Hill loves a leader. It's good, very good on the wet. Um, beat Bellucci Babe uh, two back, and that was reads really well because that ran really well. I think it won yeah. last week, didn't it? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I think got, it got close. I think it either won or just missed. So, like, six, six starts on a heavy for four wins, five starts on a soft for three wins and a third. Um... Loves a jockey, loves a track. I think um, it's a good bet. Yeah, key to, the, key to everyone having a bet on the weekend is see how the first two races play out, see whether if they go on the inside or they go on the outside. Yeah. A lot of the time, uh, I think it was last week or the week before at Rose Hill, they were all going on the outside and all yeah. the horses were ducking in, in the inside and sprinting in. So your back market's coming to play then. So That was just ridiculous. Yeah. So like, if you're the leader... And you've just seen the last three races, the inside the, is the hot rail. And you've gone What four, are you doing? Yeah, you've gone four wide into the middle of the track. You're just opening Looking at um, Ellsberg. Uh, Ellsberg, is, that, was that was exactly who I was thinking. Yeah. That, that cost us some money, that prick. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Rose Hill Race 6, the Doncaster Prelude, which is run over 1,500 metres. Um, another good race, mate. Yeah, I've gone from out of that race that Ellsberg lost to, just the folk, $6.00. Is very, very good in the heavy ground, undefeated in it, um, and he beat the smart one, Ellsberg, last start. Um, but there is a few odds I do like, um, which is, oh, Mr. Mozart's into 420. I think that's a pretty good price for him if he gets a run. But yeah. one I like is special reward at 23s. You love your special reward. Yeah, I, I, Chris Lee's horses in the wet. That I don't know what he does to them, but he like shakes them. Leg. Yeah, they find an extra leg. So I think um, that will run a um, pretty good race as well. And Coast Watch is in here as well, isn't he? At yeah, 21. 21. Bit disappointing last time out, though. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I think um, Just the Folk is going to be a big chance in this, If it's, especially if it's a heavy 9 or a heavy 10. Yeah. I think it's a good chance of $6. I reckon Lee's must just to have him uh, in the paddocks. Yeah, running around in mud or something. Yeah, uphill in mud and stuff like that. Yeah. Ballas does that. That's why his horses are usually pretty good in the wet. Yeah, right. So uh, special alert for this weekend. He's got a couple of horses... <laughs> Bit of rain around Saturday oh, yeah, at Ascot, so I think a special view at 10s might be a bit of a bet. And, uh, special view racing. Yeah, and oh. Mankind at 31s and 5 dollars 50 for a place. I think that's, a, that's I think 5 dollars 50 for a place, that's where, we, where they're landing. Yeah, right. 
Um, yeah, uh, this race here, I'm landing on Mr. Mozart. I kind of gave it away before, number 14. Um, I can't really catch this horse, I reckon. I tip it and it loses. I knock it, it wins. I think I've only backed it once for a win. I think I had it best bet one time and it runs second. It's a good horse. It's a good it's horse, a good but horse. you know, it just pops up when you don't expect it and then loses when you think it does will yeah. win. Um, so let's hope he doesn't do it this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, his last run on the on the heavy was ultra impressive. You know, we I think we went in that race and we just said we had no he had no wet form because he had no no runs on it, so we had no idea. And its one run was pretty good. So it's drawn wide. So if you can get across and dictate pace at the front, I reckon it's going to be really hard to beat. I think $4.20 is a pretty good bet. Yeah, I don't mind the wide barriers and wet tracks. Just because like, the whole track opens up to play. Yeah. So it's not the insides playing better or the outside. Usually the whole track is usually pretty good to play on. Yeah. So wide barriers is not that much of an issue. As long as your horse is pretty tactical and doesn't chew on the bit trying to get up to the lead. Yeah. One of them a bit watch on is imaging, I reckon. Oh, I think yeah. in that field there, it's yeah. finally... Finding something, and I reckon Chad at sixty ones is overs. Yeah, but is that he's he's oh he's all right in the wet, so yeah, you never know. Yeah, it's I think that it's just it shouldn't be sixty ones. It probably should be twenty five thirty. Yeah. But sixty ones is ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Might show a cheeky two dollars on or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably going to be betting on a few horses. Isn't yeah. All right, let's head across to Rose Hill Race Seven, the Tancred Stakes, which is run over twenty four hundred meters. Um, the feature of the weekend. Everyone said the Australian Cup was no good, but yet the three favourites in this one here are all out of that form race. So yeah, um, I'll be completely knocking Think It Over and completely knocking Spanish Mission. Ooh. I'll be knocking both of them. Spanish Mission, um, when he was overseas, no good in the wet. Um, and Peter Moody, I listened to his podcast today, this afternoon as well. He got He's not confident at all. Yeah. Think It Over in the heavy ground, no good. Um, so you play your wet trackers in here, which is your wet trackers are Stockman, um and she's ideal and duas as well so yeah the one i'm going with is she's ideal purely just because it's run behind very elegant that run was excellent yeah she loves it loo home and very elegant is like a top class horse um and she loves the wet but i am i'm personally myself i'm going to be doing a double bet with the favorite duas because i just can't let her go around again um she two dollars ninety good weight she does have a three nil record on her heavy track, but her runs on those have been super. Her last run that we originally black booked her from, she ran home super time. And yeah. the heavy track won't be an issue. And 2,400 metres is a big tick. So that's I'm going to be doing a double bet. But right now for the pot, I'll do she's ideal at 10s. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm not going to lie. I did my tips before I listened to Moody's. I was going to go Spanish Mission, but then I, I've jumped off. I'm jumping with you. She's ideal. Yeah. $10. Uh, it always pops up on that heavy track. Um, very or that good. soft. It, you know, I think it beat uh, Very League at home last last prep. Yeah. Um, right. And, you know, just missed it like this time. So I think on the heavy track, it should suit. And um, I think it's going to be storing home. I, I think you should probably get on now because I reckon on race day, we're going to get seven, possibly five, six dollars. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But I think ten dollars is the most you're going to get. You will not get ten dollars on the day. My words. Yeah, I'll be trifactoring a duash, she's ideal, and Stockman. I think they're the three big chances. Yeah. And they'll be paying a good trophy as yeah, well. Yeah. And then you might put Fink it over to still run in the placings. Yeah. You just don't know about the horse. Yeah. It's pretty good. All right, let's go to race eight. The Vinery Stud Stakes run over two thousand meters. A lot of long distance races this this um in this card. It's right? good. I love middle distance races. Yeah, like, especially well, there's well long distance from yeah. Australia. Come yeah, on, mate. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you going here? Um, hinged. I just 
lot, lot the way he's been racing lately. So Four, consistent. Yeah, so consistent. $4, um, very good in the wet again. Um, once again, behind Lighthouse, which I rate highly. Um, Fangirl, I'm sort of knocking in this heavy. And the favorite Gypsy Goddess, I'm just not sure about the heavy track. She has been running super over up north, but I'm just not sure about her. Um, but yeah, I think um, Hinge, I think he's a good bet. And then if you... Oh, got to look at the futures market to see what he's in but i think he'll be um one to watch uh, for the future races as well because i think he's going to be a big his all his future bets will go into low prices after he wins this yeah. i reckon big watch on on hinge i think you're right even yearning as well yearning's a group one winner that's where i've gone i've gone number one yearning at 12 dollars. group one winner uh he's i reckon he's had a pretty good prep i didn't realize he had internal bleeding last start and he still ran on pretty well i was like a little bit disappointing but like still like found the line quite well i thought um, she'll relish 2,000 meters. Um, I, you know, it's got uh, form around the wet. It's I thought his first up run was huge, um, behind Lavish Girl and Argent and Gentia when the track didn't suit and it still ran on really well. Um, and I think at 13 dollars, it's a pretty good bet. Tommy Berry again, you know, I, I love backing him in the wet. So happy to stick on. And um, I think yearning at 13s. It's a good bet. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, so I'm happy with that. All right, Rose Hill Race 9, the Security Star Kingdom over 1,200. Um, I find this a little bit difficult, but no, I've, I think I've, I thought it was a little bit difficult, and then I've um, seen in the wet, and I there's one horse. Oh, I'm going the favourite. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah. But the, if you go the to... The trial? Yeah, look yeah. at the trial. Just, or was it 10 lengths? 10 lengths on a heavy track. Well, that's, that's exactly... On a heavy track. I was looking for things to beat it. I was looking at... Um, uh, Quantico. Yeah, Gravina's not bad. I do not mind Gravina. Low yeah. weight. I think that's a good chance. Yeah. Rupee. Yeah, Fenders, big odds. Um, Splintex. Yeah, Splintex as well. And it's drawn a, it's Splintex has finally got into a race that's probably suitable for him. That yeah. He's not racing against Scroop yeah. and Eduardo. So 17s for him is way over. If it was a dry track, I'd be going Quantico personally. Yeah. I, I just can't. I, I think Matoa is probably a bit short. So you might get a better price on the jump. Um, just because I think they might come for... The likes of Splintex um, yeah. and all that, and Gravina at three ninety. Yeah, we might get three dollars, three fifty. Yeah, maybe. I think they're probably fight favoritism, but I just yeah, that ten length. Win, that was incredible. Yeah, impressive. do yourself a favor and watch it on yeah. uh, on our yeah, special guest. Yeah, Wind Intelligence. Yeah, um, uh, definitely have a look. Sponsors. And the trainer Casey Fogden is on fire. Yeah, with Best of Bordax as well. That she's, was a huge yeah, run. She's been just kept kicking. Yeah, she's been doing something with those horses and yeah, whatever she's it is. Very she's big up and comer. Yeah, so definitely watch out for her horses, but. Spoiler alert! This would be my best bet as well. So perfect. I honestly, if I, I, if I, I was thinking about doing the same. Yeah, my best bet. So usually yeah. I don't back. I don't usually, double up. Yeah, I don't usually double up, but I'm doubling up this week. Yeah, and the other big thing, Barrier Four, and the great man Tim Clark loves yep. a leader. Yeah, there's a lot of ticks. There's a lot of ticks. But if you see something by ten lengths in a trial, you've just got to back it. Yeah, I agree. So I'm with you as well. I'm with how do you pronounce it, Mato? Uh, Matoa, I think. Uh, it is. However, it is. Yeah, uh, I'm on it as well. Uh, I think it's a good bet. Yep. All right, that wraps us up for Rosehill, I believe. Uh, so let's head across to Mornington for race six, the Mornington Cup, which is run over 2,400. I reckon this is a two-horse race. Yeah. Um, yeah. With a possible knockout chance in our boy defibrillate. Yeah. That, but There'll be a try for you, I reckon, but I'm going Crystal Pegasus. Oops. Huh? Crystal Pegasus. Oh, Black Booker. Yep. That's my Black Booker. Uh, he's going to be a dead set star. Um, he's super, everyone was sort of knocking him over that staying trip, but yeah. he absolutely brained him. Yes, Pondus bolted in last start but he did have everything to suit they yeah. had a strong tempo yeah and it just suited up to him perfectly flemington big tick as well so yeah. 
I think RB2 would be fighting it out. But the one thing I'm worried about, Mornington is very leader bias track. Um, the last time I watched Mornington, anyway, it was a very leader bias track. And this time last year, I think when Mount Popper won a race and he yeah. got into the Caulfield Cup or something. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a ridiculous... It doesn't look like there's much ra- pace in the race, though. Like, yeah. Defibrillate doesn't like to go pace... Yeah, um, Sacramento maybe. Yeah, it'd be interesting who takes it up. So. I reckon. I reckon Crystal Pegasus could still get a midfield spot. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he sits midfield because I still think he's a good chance at winning. Yeah. And two dollars seventy is a good price for him. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm with you as well. Black Booker, I've thrown it out there for a little bit now. Um, it got drifted in the market last time out, I believe. Um, no, not really. It's still around at two dollars, but it, I thought it drifted for a bit and won by five and a half length so um it is absolutely flying and i think it's a great bet so yeah, $2.70 yeah. i'm happy to jump on there yep um all right and then we have mornington race seven the hariba stakes run over 1200 i'll go with one of your favorites what great again no who hightail yeah i don't mind hightail i just don't think he's up to this standard he i don't find this race very deep at all yeah but i, I, I just... feel as though if if um, astrologists get scratched, which he, I think he it will. will. He will race at the w- yeah. William Reed. If astrologists get scratched, I'd like Senior Fox, yes, but like first up, I don't know. Um, Superium, like I don't think it's that great a horse. Little Mexicana, I think is overrated. Yep. Um, Chastis is pretty good, but at the same time, like the first, first start, I was a bit unsure. Yeah, whereas I like your high tail, it's just over the odds. It should not be thirty fours yep. and eight dollars for a place. I think it's a great each way bet. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's had a crack at the track and it's come third. So um, I'm pretty happy to jump on here. It gets back to a good track. Craig Williams aboard, barrier four. Um, I only get 34s and eights. I'm happy to have a little side on that because I don't, if I put it this way, if I wasn't backing that, I'd almost just say I don't want an investment in the race. Yeah, well, there's a couple in here I do like. Um, Signal Fox, been racing in some super yeah, races. It pops up. It, it will pop up eventually, racing like Zoo Style against Lost and Running, yeah. Eduardo, like. That's group one form right there. And then, but the one I'm backing, which he's won me a lot of money over the years, and I love this old boy. Um, and that's great again. At 15 bucks, I think he's yeah. a good good chance out of the one Barry. He's a leader, which I like out of Mooney. Um, Give yeah. you a slot for your money, anyways. Yeah, 15s and 440. I think that's just a little bit over. But I think the big danger is Signal Fox. I think yeah. he's. That's if, he, where, if I had to solve anything, I probably would go there. Yeah, if he if he runs him if he can run him down, I think he's going to be a super chance. And if he does, I think he'll probably brain him to be honest. But yeah, yeah, great uh, again, fifteen dollars. Great again. Um, Western Australian horse has done very well for itself over here. Yeah, very very well for itself. Yeah, it's won what half a mil in prize money, just over half a mil. Has it? Yeah. Yeah. 550k well done that's yeah. well done by Lindsay smith yeah. all right let's go to mornington race eight the mornington guineas run over 1600 where are you going yeah i found this uh, <laughs> hardest race of the day yeah i just I'm, i just don't know much about these horses like no. I, I know rhinoceros is pretty good um, blushing, blushing tycoon. tycoons all right I've seen Sharp Response running around before, but I'm not sure. Commander Harry. The one I'm going with is the favourite, Ancient Girl, but I did see he's double-nommed. Um, is it? Yeah, he's double-nommed for Friday at Mooney, so I'm not mm. sure where he'll run. I'm assuming he'll run here, but because um, it looks like he's a better chance in the market. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just going with him. I like the form behind Barbara. That's the, what that's, me, the, that's the one that pulled me across the line. So. Yeah, I like the filly as well. I think Ancient Girl... Um, 
Tools 50, anything that's running close behind you. Uh, Barbara. Not yearning. Yeah, Barbara. That's my other black booker. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, you know, you can tie that form up and I think at $2.50 looks a pretty good bet in this field where it doesn't look overly strong. So yeah, if agree. you're running behind Barb Raider, you know, I, you've got, you've got my money. Yep. I agree. All right. Um, so what do we want to do now? Do we want to do our black bookers? Yeah, we've gone to the black bookers. All right. I'll start. I said it before. I said it. Casey Vogdon's horse, best of Bordax. Um, his slipper run was excellent. He had a kick at the end of the straight after having a wide barrier and pushing up. Um, and it was a gap. To, it was obviously a gap to the winner. Um, but yeah, I think he's only going to improve and watch his three-year-old season. I'm not sure if he's going to. I'm assuming they'll spell him. Um, yeah. But I think yeah. I think uh, just watch out for him. It's three-year-old season. I think he's going to be a very good, very good chance. Um, in come the spring, maybe if he races in the spring. But yeah, see, definitely black booking. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to go with one of the horses that ran at Sandown yesterday. I think it was race number. Race number three, possibly? No. Give me one second, sorry. <laughs> Not sure what's happened here. He's lost his black booker, folks. Yeah, that's never good. Um, where are you? Can't find it. Oh, well. I can't be having this. Um, it is. It was a huge run. It got. Um, it was given a terrible ride by um, Jamie Carr, actually. Um, I couldn't believe it. I thought, you know, Jamie Carr on board. There's no excuses here. Yeah. Um, and it's run third... Oh, no. I forgot to write it down. Um, we'll skip it. Mate. Just skip it, yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> you I, have that, a look while we do... That's our, bad prep from Big Jim, so yeah, we'll I'll do, take that on the chin. Yeah, we'll do our best values. Yep, best value bet sounds so good. I'll go mine first. Mirror Vision, second behind Lighthouse. Um, I think it's... Oh, what race is it? I can't remember what race it is in. It's running at Rose Hill. Like I said before, I really like that Lighthouse form. I think he's um, a super horse. Um, and he, Miravision wasn't that far behind him. I think he was a couple lengths, um, and Miravision's a second up, and he's gone around at $15 and $4 a price. I just think that's over the odds. I like so. Miravision as well. Yeah, I, I think just over the odds. I, what, I, to be honest, I'm still tossing up if I want to change it and go, she's ideal, my value bet, and then go, do you ask for my bet for that? Actually, you know what? I'm doing that. You're going to do she, it? Yep, she's ideal. Val, um, she's going to be my value bet, and then I'll do do uh, win for the tankard. That way I'm covering both ends. So if that comes up, so if, forget mirror vision, but definitely have a look out if you're having a punt on that race. Beautiful. Um, I my best value bet is I'm just going to double up on the Inferno. I think three dollars sixty is a great yeah, great place bet. And if it wins, you know I'm getting twenty one units. Yeah, plus, nice. plus the places. Very so, nice. Yeah, I think it's a good bet. I think um, I think fourth of it all, second up, and six for nine on the distance, you know. And it's uh, got Mooney Valley form. Um, I think that run in the Manicato last year was one of the biggest runs I've seen at Mooney Valley for a very, probably since yeah. uh, the Grey Mare. You're forgetting about Flying Mascots run. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that was very good. That wasn't, was that at the Valley? Yeah, that was at the Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right, best bets of the weekend. What do you got? Uh, like I said before, Matt Matoi. Uh, two dollars eighty. Um, I just think he's. I like. I like watching the trials, and I like seeing him brain him in the trials, and they're all re- ready, firing to go. So I think he's a good chance. Beautiful. I'm going to go to Mooney Valley race one tomorrow night. My black booker. I reckon I think my black bookers could have a good have a good weekend this weekend. Um, so I'm going to go to number two Zarastro at three dollars twenty. 
And we get to much easier field here. I don't think he quite liked the straight. He kind of looked like he was a bit all over the shot. I think Mooney Valley should suit. I think he's drawn barrier two or three, so should get a really nice run and transition, sit nice and handy in the in the in the um, in the pack, if not lead, and will be very hard to run past. Yep. So I think uh, three dollars twenty looks a good bet. Yeah, I'll be having a bit of money on that myself, to be honest. Perfect. Uh, have we got to let it ride? Yeah, we'll play the sting. Yeah. Man. So I thanks to me, I brought us home with Express Pass we on got the weekend. One. So good win. Yeah, we'll hand the reins to Big Jim this week. You're gonna give it to me, are you? Yeah, I'll let you have it. All right. Well, I think we won. Um, I can't remember. I think it paid a dollar ninety. You think? Yeah, I think it was a dollar ninety. So I think we won ninety dollars or something like that. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, so that's better than losing. Yep. Um, so we're gonna put the whole lot on Crystal Pegasus to place. Yep, good bet. So a dollar forty-five. Um, I think that should get us up to about 130, 140 and build towards our six or $700 target we had. Yep, I like it. Perfect. All right. <clears throat> well, you want a future bet from me? Cause, um, yeah, mate. We're, we're due a future bet from you. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Podcast favorite. He's got a nomination in. They paid up the 55000 Shelby 66 for the TJ Smith. Oi, 11, 11 bucks. <clears throat> um I think probably it's a little bit unders to be honest. Like he's, um, I think he'll be running around a lot more on the day. But I just can't. I want to double back him. I'm, I'm all on. I'm on his back. I'm riding. I'm riding the horse with Danny Williams. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. How good is it? Yeah, I was so excited watching him um, run on the weekend and brain him. Well, not brain him, but win very, very well. Yeah. And like the rise from a tab highway to a group one, that's like unheard of in the space of five weeks. Which is ridiculous. One of the um, greatest stories in racing history. Yeah, I honestly should make a movie about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It. But yeah, TJ, Shelby 66, 11 smackers. Love it. Um, I am not doing a future bet. I'm going to do another football multi. Yeah, cause... I got a little footy one as well. Oh, double dipping now. See, yeah. Jim, see, Jim makes it really easy, so you thought you'd do it yourself, eh? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, my one here, we've got a cheeky little six-legger here for $14 overall. So we're going to go tomorrow night, Sydney v Geelong. We're going Luke Parker, anytime goal kicker. $1.57, he kicked five last week. Yeah. I only need one to this week. Uh, we're going Crows v Pies. My boy, he's a superstar in the making. He's going to be the rising star winner, Josh Rochelle. Oh, it's a big call. Two plus goals, $2. Yeah, right. Love him. Absolutely love him. He is an absolute gun. And then we're going to go to Brisbane versus Bombers. My boy, Zachy Bailey, 20 plus disposals, $1.33. He's got that midfield time now, which is good to watch and good to see. And then we're going to go Suns v the Ds. Toik Miller, he got 29 last week. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's getting 30 plus this week, $1.40. He cost me a multi last weekend. Yeah. He's going $1.40. We'll take that. And then we're going to go Ruse v the Eagles. We're going Jason Horn Francis, anytime goal kicker, $1.50 again. Can't believe it. And then last leg to get the odds up to fourteen dollars. We're going GWS v Tigers. We're going to go GWS to win. I think um, Dusty's a possible possibility being out. Go. Jack Rebo is out. Um, I think a lot of things are not lining up for the Tigers this year. Whereas GWS, I thought they were pretty good against the Swans, and I thought if they kick straight, they probably win that game. So put them all together at six legger, fourteen dollars. And uh, let's go two weeks in a row. Yeah, I like it. I'm going Sydney-Geelong game. Um, there's a BYO on sports bet. Sydney-Geelong, both teams to kick two-plus goals every quarter at 10 bucks. I think it, every game so far has been a high-scoring game. Yeah. 
and it has been two plus goals every single quarter. I think 10 bucks is money for jam. Um, so I'll be chucking a bit of money on that myself. I like that. That's good. Um, I finally worked out the horse I was talking about. It's called Dun Warrior. It's uh, relative to, or not relative, it's got the same size as Super Steph. It ran yesterday at Sandown and it was stuck on the fence. Jamie Carr, I couldn't believe it. You know, I've backed it thinking um, Jamie Carr is going to give this a good steer and it had it on the fence, buried it on the fence and then it just couldn't get out, couldn't get out, couldn't get out and then with 150 to go, it came out and just missed. I think it ran third, yeah, right. but it was storming home. It was reminding me of Super Seth and the Coville Guineas when he ran over Alligator Blood oh, yeah. that time. Yeah, that was a good race. Um, so I think that's a very good one to add to your black book. Um, it is... Uh, you forgot it's Dun Warrior. You forgot yeah. it's name already. Dun Warrior. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, Sandown Race One. It was. I knew it was Sandown Race One. I don't know what why I was losing my marbles. <laughs> oh, I got a couple at Mooney just to um, shoot out. Um, Nanny Goo Mooney Valley Race Three, three dollars twenty. Really like its chances. Just lost a ruthless dame last start, and that's going to be a smart one. My boy Fine Mascot running around Race Four, dollar sixty five. Very good chance. Quinella that with Barb Raider. And another one at good odds that I like is Bless Her, $6. Good barrier, um, very good over the 9.55. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, nah, I think that's it. Well, that wraps up for another week of Where's the Line? Uh, we are absolutely flying at the moment. We told you our units before. I think we had a, what was it, 50 from, from 25 um, yeah, this week? Like it. We're hitting at 25% straight I think away. we had 200% last week. Yeah. Helped by Tyler's eight winners and Big Jim's uh, multi. I nearly tipped the card as well on pick seven for racing.com. Oh, unlucky. Yeah, Defibrillate didn't get me over the line and something else got a second. Yeah, but we're absolutely flying at the moment, so make sure you get on our backs because we'll continue to tip fire. So um, remember, where's the line?